Let us now go to Los Angeles, where Howie Klein is standing by. He is the founder and treasurer of the Blue America PAC. They raise money for progressives, some socialist candidates around America. Required reading, Down with Tyranny. Read him over at Down with Tyranny. How are you holding up in isolation, sir? Uh, well, I'm usually in isolation anyway. Uh, <laughs> so it's not big of a, of a thing. One thing, though, that has changed, uh, and for the better, for the, much for the better, in a big way, uh, is that I um, I used to be a chef a long time ago, and, and I and I stopped doing that, um, and you know, really basically, you know, cook once in a blue moon. Right. You wrote about and, this in uh, Down with but, Tyranny. You wrote about this over the weekend. Yes. So now I cook every all my meals. Uh, and I'm going back to my old chef days where I'm spending hours on cooking great food. And so it's much, much healthier than re restaurant food, of course, way healthier and more delicious and nutritious. So I am literally feeling healthier than I than I did just a few weeks ago. So so that's that's a great thing. I'm really, really enjoying it. Plus, I've, I had sort of lapsed a little bit on my walking routine uh, in the hills back in Los Feliz, and now I'm doing that again, and that's feeling great as well. So, so this is working out pretty well for me. <laughs> so, should I tell you what I'm what I'm cooking now for dinner? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so the main course is a uh, a mung bean um, loaf. So it could be a lentil loaf, but it, but it, it, as it turns out, it's a mung bean loaf because I I had a bunch of mung beans that I found. So it's it, it you know and it's. When I say beans, I'm not talking about something that comes out of a can. In fact, it was interesting. I went to a grocery store the other day, and I noticed that all the canned stuff, all the stuff that comes in boxes, was pretty much sold out. They were, the shelves were bare. But there were lots and lots and lots of vegetables and, and fruits, but tons of vegetables, fresh ones. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking that's because people don't know what to do with a fresh vegetable. They know how to open a can, but they don't know how to prepare a fresh vegetable. In fact, <clears throat> I think I, I, I might have told you this last week. I said I could have cracked a little joke to the cashier saying soon nothing's going to be left in this store but daikon. And he looked at me and said, yeah, what's daikon? As he was checking me out with like a big giant <laughs> thing of daikon. But um, What is daikon? <laughs> is that to kill cockroaches or something? No. Daikon is a, it's, it's a, sort of in the radish family. It's really a delicious, sweet Japanese vegetable. And you can make it a soup out of it, or you can use it. It sort of looks like a white carrot. It doesn't taste like a white carrot, but it looks like a white carrot. So delicious. You know, you could, you could eat it in a salad, so you could eat it raw if you want. Or you could um, saute it, uh, and it goes really well with some other things, including carrots. And it's, it's, it's one of the most delicious and nutritious vegetables. So I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm rediscovering these things that I haven't worked with in a long time. Celery root. I mean, when's the last time, well, you probably never, but when's the last time I picked up a celery root and, and cleaned it and, uh, cut it and cooked it. And, you know, my, my friend Roland, who eats here every night, uh, is just, you know, marveling at this food, he's, which he's never had before and, and loving it. So that's encouraging me to do it. Well, so it's a reason. Yeah, I, I'm finding that, I, you know, I've always been, not always, but I've been a vegetarian for two decades, close to two decades, but I've had trouble being a vegan. And by 
staying home and ordering my groceries. I'm just, I'm using this as an opportunity to have only vegan meals. And I agree with you. I feel better not having dairy in my system. So, you know, you have to find the good. It's a reset for everybody. It's, it's a, it's a, an extended Sabbath. That's what I'm calling this. It has to be an exp I hear you cooking. I hear you cooking. Yes. And the other, the other dish besides the, uh, the uh, loaf, it's like a meatloaf, but it's, instead of meat, you, you, I'm using mung beans. But the other dish, the, the side dish, is something I used to make all the time in Amsterdam when, when I was a chef, which is um, the, the main thing is uh, cabbage, white cabbage, but it, it, there's also carrots, green apple, and onions in it. And it's just so good. It's just incredibly good. And, I, I, like, you know, like a wonderful, tasty side dish to go along with the uh, non-meat meatloaf. Great. All right. I'm hearkening back to 2008 when the financial crisis took hold. And that's where Barack Obama shone, shined. You know, John McCain said the... The, the fundamentals of the economy are sound. And Barack Obama said, no, they're not. And he showed true leadership and he became president. And whether or not we we don't really like the way he rebuilt our economy, but at least there was some leadership, somebody calming the nation. The current occupant of the Oval Office is not calming the nation but there's a shadow government, and that would be Joe Biden. You're joking. Well, that's what makes this so terrifying. Right. He's not a shadow government at all. He's, in fact, he's, I think he's disappeared off the face of the earth. Uh, you said you didn't read my blog today, and, and, I, and uh, one, of the, one of the posts I wrote today was about that, about how Biden has disappeared and you know, he, I guess his handlers figure he's got this thing. He, they figure he can't lose the primary and he can't lose the general election. And all they have to do is keep him away from people so people don't figure out that he, he's hollow and there's nothing there. Uh, so they're not letting him do anything. And he's just, you know, it's, it's, it's real tragedy. Well, the, the, the idea behind Joe Biden is you, you want somebody like him in times of crisis. Well, who do you want? I want Bernie right now. I don't want Joe Biden. Of course. Well, I don't know why anyone would want Joe Biden in times of anything. I mean, you know, Joe, Bi Joe Biden is, what is Joe Biden? I mean, he's just some old guy who, who's you know, lost his mind. Seriously lost his mind. I mean, it, it, yeah. it, 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 it's, it's, it's horrible. It's it's it, it's depressing, and uh, you know I'd rather think about the coronavirus than think about Joe Biden becoming <laughs> president. I'm joking. I'm not joking. I, yeah. I'm serious. Uh, are you seeing any good leadership, Andrew Cuomo? I made the mistake of praising Andrew Cuomo on the show. Right, you made a mistake. That's right. That was a mistake. Same with Gavin Newsom. These people, you know, they're going in the right direction. So they, they do need to be praised for that. They're leading in the right direction. But it does, it's not about direction. You have to do 
you have to, it has to be everything. It has to be complete. You have to have the guts to do it all. Trump is a coward and he never will. But I don't see, you know, the, the, the guys who are doing the good job, the governors are doing the good, who are doing a good job, which would be Ned Lamont, Andrew Cuomo, uh, Gavin Newsom, uh, what's his name? DeWine, Mike DeWine in, uh, in Ohio. They're on the right path, but you know it, it doesn't do any good unless you get all the way there. You know, like you leave the door a little bit open, and the uh, you know the virus still gets in. If you, if you have it all the way open, I guess more virus gets in. I don't know, but uh, you know these guys are. You know, I heard Newsom being interviewed on the radio the other day, and, and I kind of understood what he was saying. I don't agree, but I understood that his his point of view was that. People have to change their behavior, and it's not going to happen overnight. And yet, you, you have to take it. You have to take it slow. So they're doing. You know, the the, the, the loopholes in California are more than the closures. I mean, the, the, it's like everything is a loophole. So you, you know, I mean, at some point, they're going to. Everything's going to have to be mandatory. Everything's going to have to be enforced. If there's somebody out in the street without a mask, they have to be. I don't believe in fines, but they have to, they have to, I don't know, be arrested. Uh, anyone who's out without a mask is endangering everyone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the corollary to that, of course, is masks have to be free and have to be handed out for, to everybody. I was so happy today to see my, my postman come in uh, or, or come to the door with a mask and gloves. And I asked him, you know, uh, how he got them. He said the post office gave them the gloves. And they had to buy their own masks. Same in the grocery stores now around here. They're finally the, the people who work there. Although I was in two different grocery stores. In the health food grocery store, there were four cashiers. Three had masks on and one didn't. And when I talked to the cashier, he was bitching that, uh, that they, the, the, um, they had to pay for their own masks. And he was angry about that. The, th- the, the thing is, is that at one time, the, the stores were discouraging people from wearing masks because they didn't want them to fright, frighten the, the customers. Mm-hmm. And in the other grocery store I went, that's still the case. There were none of the people who worked there were wearing masks, not one. And about, I'd say, now it looks like more than half the customers are now wearing masks. So if half the customers are now wearing masks, I think that they're probably not that pleased about the staff. Uh, I mean, if half the customers are wearing masks, they're probably not that pleased about the staff not wearing masks because uh, it's dangerous and it, and, and it exposes everybody. So, uh, you know, anyway, what, what the governors are doing in some of the states is moving it along. Uh, at some point, it's the president, uh, whoever that's going to be, is going to have to say everything is shut down. There's no exceptions. It's all shut down. You know, I mean, it's got to be, I shouldn't say there's no exception. It's always got to have to be an exception for grocery stores and pharmacies, hospitals. But, uh, you know, I mean, I was driving along Melrose the other day, uh, coming back from a grocery store, and there was a, a furniture store open. <laughs> and the woman who was right. working in it had a mask on. And I'm thinking, what the hell? Why isn't someone coming in and arresting her? Right, right. People take this that seriously. They don't realize what this means, and that they're putting people not only their own lives, but that's up to them. But they're putting other people's lives at risk, and they don't get that. And I can only imagine what a, a nightmare it must be like 
in places like Mississippi now and Wyoming where they're having Corona beer parties and think it's a big gold laugh and that, you know, the, the, they're, they're making fun of the liberals. You over at Down with Cheering this weekend uh, went through the polls to show that the Republicans don't believe this is real and that the virus may weed out. Uh, how should we put Yeah, I, I want to put Thin out is a better way to put it. Weed out is kind of kind of cruel. Yeah, I, I want to be delicate here. But we saw with then with Rand Paul on Monday. I'm thinking how he's right. I mean, look at how Rand Paul treated a a, a positive test result. We knew, we knew, we know he denies it, but we know he went swimming after he got the positive test result, right? In well, the- I don't know that is he decide is he uh, denying it. He's certainly not denying that he was in the Senate gym. He was in the Senate gym, and he tested positive. Right. He took a test. Then he went to the to the gym and worked out. Other senators were there also, and then he and then his his uh, results came back, and he was positive. So you know that's not good behavior. And chances are he gave it to some other senators. What? Some of the senators who were in the gym with him have now quarantined themselves. And the funny part about that is that they couldn't vote on McConnell's bill, uh, which didn't pass. So, yeah, (laughs) uh, it's not really that funny, but it's somewhat funny. Well, there's some. uh, Well, yeah, we, we have to be careful here. But the president is talking about opening up our economy again and. You know, once the 15 day quarantine is over and is it is the economy closed? I didn't notice. Yeah, that's what they say. It I, is our economy. Well, I mean, it's in a few states, but it's not closed nationally. I mean, is it? I mean, I, I kind of gathered that most of the red states other than Ohio and Alaska, they're, they were just open and no change. Or am I wrong there? No, I guess I guess there's some change everywhere. I so, shouldn't say that. So, but, but there's not enough change anywhere. I mean, even in the best of states, they're not doing it right. So until they do, you know, it, it, supposedly it's not 15 days, by the way. Supposedly it's eight weeks after complete shutdown that the, the curve flattens enough to start, start tepidly getting back to work again. And but it they is, haven't even gotten where you start counting the eight, the eight weeks. Right, right. It is hitting... Uh, the way they said it was going to hit. I was hoping we would dodge a bullet and get lucky. Yeah, when, but uh, No, I mean, you, you listen to this guy, Anthony Fauci, uh, who's leading, uh, heading up the White House uh, COVID-19 task force, and he makes a lot of sense. And, you know, it's, it's, it's hard to imagine that something intelligent is coming out of this White House. But then you realize that there is a, um, a counter group in the White House led by the you know world's foremost uh, epidemiologist Jared Kushner yes and he's the exact opposite yeah so you know that's you know that's why we're screwed if you were watching this as a movie and that's the problem i think a lot of us are at home watching this as a movie and uh, deep down in you know, there's a part of us that, well, I want to be careful what I say, but if this were a movie, 
we know how this would go, don't we? Hello? The hero rec- uh, rescues the damsel in distress? Well, I think... Well, I, I, I don't want anybody... Uh, not Are you talking about extinction? I, well, or a certain, a certain type of thinking goes extinct. Oh, conservatives. Oh, yeah, that's what my post was about. I know, I know, I know. Are we capable of learning our lessons? I don't think we are. I don't think we learned anything from the financial bailouts of 2008 and 2009. The stimulus package is still tied up in in the in the Senate. It's one big giveaway to lobbyists. Well, that that, that big giveaway to lobbyists isn't passing because uh, there are enough Democrats to keep it from passing. And and because, you know, so they're going to have to uh, compromise and and put put in a bill that's going to actually help working people Uh, and uh, and give less to the lobbyists and less to, uh, you know, the uh, donor class. No, I I have two sisters who are around my age. They're both younger than me, but, you know, we're, we're all two years apart from each other. And one of them, the youngest, uh, is a, um, is, you know, she's a liberal-ish Democrat. And and the other one is a conservative Trump-supporting Republican. And the liberal is doing everything by the book. Everything that you, you're supposed to do, she's doing, uh, you know, where she doesn't go out without a mask, she doesn't go out much, she has gloves. She's, you know, very, very, very careful. And, uh, you know, taking... Uh, vitamins and supplements and stocked up on food and all that kind of stuff. The other sister, the, the conservative one, is absolutely fanatically opposed to wearing a mask. She will not have a mask. And her husband is worse than she is, by the way. Mm-hmm. And, and they will do, they're, they're just going about their lives. They were going to go on a cruise uh, last week, and they were, had every intention of going, and then the cruise ship canceled it. Um, they were going to see, uh, some, 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 con- oh, uh, Michael Bublé in Atlantic City, and they had every intention of going, and Atlantic City canceled it, or the venue canceled it. Right. So, you know, what you were saying, I mean, you know, I don't wish harm on my sister and brother-in-law, and, you know, but when you, what you're talking about, when you're talking about, we, you know, weeding out or thinning of the herd, I think that the sister that I have who's sitting in her house with a mask on and learning a foreign language in her spare time now is probably has a better chance than the other sister who absolutely just is trying to go about her life as normal without any uh, indication that anything has changed. I mean, to me, I'm thinking she's she's suicidal. Right. Well, the Republican Party is an apocalyptic death cult. They, they, yes, they are. They think you did you read, by the way, uh, or or, uh, or hear about ABC TV's report about how the um, so-called very fine people on both sides that love Trump so much are now telling are now very actively promoting the idea. If you get covid, uh, share it with a Jew. No, I shouldn't just I shouldn't say just share it with a Jew, share it with a Jew. Or if you can't find a Jew because you live in a place where they don't have Jews, share it with a cop. Share it with a cop? A cop, yeah, they hate police. They hate any, you know, they really hate police because police arrest them when they kill Jews. (laughs) Oh, my God. 
Uh, let me just read you some numbers here, and then I want to ask you about the elections, Bernie's chances, Biden's chances, and the chances. Hey, we're talking about COVID. Why go to something so that depressing? <laughs> Well, you may get lucky. There may not be an election in November. So looking, I'm just looking at NCOV2019.live. Many people think this is the definitive website to go to. Uh, there's a 17-year-old kid who is scraping information from the CDC and the World Health Organization. And so this is what the site says as of Monday night when we're recording. China, China. 3,270 their, their numbers are, are useless and inaccurate and not even worth talking about. I mean, they're not, they're giving fake numbers, purposely giving fake numbers. So, so why talk about China? They're, it's, China's a joke now. Okay. They will never report, will never again, no matter how many people die, report more than 40 people dying in a day. Okay. Italy, 6,000. Yes, let's go to Italy. Let's go to any other country in the world but China where, you know, the one thing I like about China, though, is they're now calling it the, the Trump virus. Well, yeah. And so Italy uh, has had 6,077 people die from the coronavirus. However, there was an 8% increase in cases yesterday as opposed to the United States which had a 26% increase. So, well, it, Italy's two weeks ahead of the U.S. So it does plateau. I mean, I'm not trying to be a Pollyanna here, but uh, an 8% increase in new cases in Italy versus America. Yeah, but Italy closed down. I'm sorry? They, they shut down the whole country. You're not allowed to go from one town to another in Italy. And then they and you get a hefty fine if you're out, out on the street without a mask, or if you're out on the street, you know, not not on your way to a pharmacy or a grocery store. I mean, Italy is uh, is it, you know it took them too long, unfortunately, and a lot of people had to die because of it. But they have done what has to be done, and and Trump will not do it. Trump wants to go in the other direction. He just wants you know uh, let everything go back to normal because I will it. Right. Right. So you don't yeah, see. Don't be a Pollyanna because, you know, it, 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 then it's just going to make people uh, think this thing is not as serious as it is. Don't be a it, It's very, very serious. And, uh, you know, more people are dying. This, our, I, I suspect that our country is going to be the worst hit of any country because of our leadership or lack of leadership. And what happens? How do we come out of this? Well, People ask me, how do we come out of it? I've been asked that a lot. And I say, if God is watching over us, he will take Trump uh, wherever he's going. And uh, and because there is no other president, whether it be Pence or Pelosi, who neither of whom I like very much, but neither. But either one of them would do the things that are necessary to stop this thing. It's just Trump who's keeping it from happening. But as long as he's president... I can't see us getting out of this. I think I can see it getting worse and worse. I assume that once uh, there's a million people dead or 2.2 million or 10 million, those are the figures that you hear uh, from experts, then he'll have to do it. But I, but on the other hand, if, if there's a million people dead, he's going to have to be one of them, li likely. I mean, he's not uh, practicing 
uh, hygiene. Right. Although it's not a death sentence when you get the coronavirus. It's not, but he's, you know, the, the, you know, he's of the right age to die and he's obese. And obesity, I think I told you last week, is the number one comorbidity factor, even more than age. Right. Right. Medicare for all. We're going to end up with Medicare for all the hard way. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, they're, they're going to spend so much money now uh, that uh, I don't know if they'll, you know, they'll have an excuse for not doing anything for the, for the next three decades. And fascism. What we'll be doing is like paying back debt. <laughs> fascism. What about fascism? What about it? Well, we seem to be handing our civil liberties to Donald Trump on a silver platter. We're saying, please. I mean, they want it. I don't see us. I don't see who's giving it up. Who's giving it up so fast? I mean, obviously, there'll be, you know, half the Republicans and some number of Democrats, but I don't think that they're going to be able to get away with it. I don't I mean, we'll see, but I doubt it. I mean, I think Pelosi played this thing wrong. Uh, she should have been going for remote voting long ago. Now, members of Congress are going to be sick and in, in, uh, are not capable of, of working. That's uh, what I'm afraid of. Um, you know, they, they better get this together. This, uh, you know, uh, there's not, there's not a reason, you know, when, when we were young, I don't know if you remember this or not, and I'm not a hundred percent sure it was in the house, but I know it was in the Senate and it might've been in the house too. If you were going to vote no on something, but you couldn't be there and you and you say you're a Democrat and you were going to vote no. And, and there was a Republican who was going to vote yes. You could you, you could do a thing together where 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 you where the two counted or something. Right. It was, it was just it was something that they used to do and they they don't do it anymore. And they, and they but I, I mean that isn't the way to go anyway. The way to go is to especially in the Senate where it'd be easy is, is to do um, uh, remote voting. And, and and you know we're not like it, you know we're not talking about sending smoke signals. I mean this this is not something that shouldn't. That is going to be too hard to do. They should do it. Well, we had a pandemic in 1920, the Spanish flu. We held elections. There were conventions. Now there's talk of uh, there may not be an election. Well, no, I, I, I mean, there may not be a convention. I'm sure there'll be an election. Uh, again, they, they, it's, again, they've got to do vote by mail. Or, you know, I mean, there are states that already do that. It's it's not, you know, I don't understand why this should be considered a problem. I mean, I, I understand why the Republicans oppose it, because they oppose anything that expands the franchise. But, um, but you know, technologically, there's no reason not to be able to vote by mail, as several states have shown. Right. When does Bernie drop out, or does he? Is there any chance he can rise from the ashes? Yeah. There is. Other than Joe Biden coming down with the coronavirus. Well, I don't think it has to be that. I, I think that there's a number of things that can happen that would make people understand that what a mistake uh, we'd be making if we nominated Joe Biden. Okay. It is March 24th. A month ago. When was Super Tuesday? I don't know. 
I, uh, uh, you, you're in front of your computer. I'm, I'm in front of my loaf. <laughs> All right, hang on. Super Tuesday was March 3rd. All right. Is that possible? Super yeah, Tuesday was right. March 3rd. Yeah. So that was uh, 20 days ago, 21 days ago. Three weeks ago. Three mm -hmm. weeks ago, on a Tuesday morning, Super Tuesday was about to start, and Bernie might have had a chance. He was sort of... They had rallied the troops, put their thumbs on the scale for Biden, but it, it looked like Bernie might win Super Tuesday. Three weeks later, Bernie's supposedly done. The economy has come to a grinding halt. The stock market has crashed. People are dying. Our hospitals can't accommodate all the, the victims. Things happen very quickly. They yes. also get better very quickly, don't they? I mean, I'm trying to be optimistic here. Three weeks. Yeah, you are trying to be optimistic, and I don't see things getting better very quickly. They could get somewhat better, but I, I think it's, it, it doesn't take a long time to break something, and it takes a lot longer to rebuild something. There will be an election in November. Yes. Okay. I think so, yes. All right. Howie Klein is the founder and treasurer of the Blue America PAC. They raise money for progressive candidates around America, some socialists. Uh, thank you for the, uh, the conversation about the mung beans. And are you going to post a recipe for your loaf? I never, I never post recipes because I do it by feel. So I don't, uh, you know, I, I, don't, I can't say, I can't tell people. I used to, I used to teach cooking, uh, and I could, I could do that well because I show people. But, I, but I can't say use three quarters of a cup of this or, right. you know, I just do it by. Great. All right. Thank you, sir. Can you stand on the line for one quick second? Yes. 